0: Comic Book Storylines is back. I'm Brian Sorensen, a.k.a. Bri the Comic Book Guy. If you like what you hear, please hit that subscribe button and come back to hear all the previous episodes of this podcast. What we do is cover and summarize the comic books that tie in as storylines and crossovers. Last episode, we talked about a low point in Batman's life when Robin, who was Jason Todd, was killed by the Joker. It's time we talk about the fallout of those events in a small five-parter storyline called A Lonely Place in Dying. As always, on my Instagram at the comic Book Guy, I'll have the comic books posted from this week's episode and previous episodes so you can follow along and see what we are covering. Today's episodes will be covering our Batman 440 through 442 and New Titan 60 through 61. We are having a distraught Batman here when the story begins, a pissed off Batman. He's not really paying attention to what he's doing, caring about how he's handling criminals. And issue 440 of Batman starts out from the perspective, somebody's following Batman. We're not really sure who it is, but they're taking pictures and they have a monologue. And right off the bat, you can tell that they know who Batman is. He calls him Bruce and he kind of like he knows who he is. Now he's taking pictures of Batman fighting this bad guy who calls himself Ravager. Now, he's hunting him down because he had uh, killed some police officers, and they're fighting on the ledge of a dam. Now, you can see that Batman kind of is beaten up. He's got some cuts and bruises and banged up and everything, and the bad guy Ravager ends up falling off of the dam. Batman breaks the chain because he's trying to pull himself up, but Ravager ends up falling into the water. Now, he does show that uh, Batman really doesn't care what's going on, The fight is over now you can still see the pictures being taken of Batman from afar Uh, Batman gets to the ground tries to get over to the Batmobile but you can see he's really bruised and beaten up and he's kind of struggling to get to the Batmobile but the pictures are still being taken from somebody from afar and the inner monologue is going like oh he's hurt but that didn't stop him nothing stops him so much for Bruce Wayne now I can start on Dick Grayson so clearly who is watching them knows who they are you skip to the next couple of pages where there's a villain sitting in an abandoned house in a chair listening to a radio, but somebody chimes in and starts talking to the person that's sitting in the chair. It's kind of shadowy figure, but the person is trying to convince him to set up Batman into a trap and get a little heist going on to get Batman into the open and to keep going after him. You don't see who it is right away, but it's a familiar face once you figure out who it is. Now you kind of show Batman getting back to Wayne Manor into the Batcave. He comes upstairs into Wayne Manor, and he's all broken and battered. Alfred gets him in the bed, kind of tends to his wounds and everything. And then you cut forward to the person that's taking the pictures. He's in a room, and he's got a bunch of pictures of Batman, older pictures of Batman and newer pictures of Batman, with Robin and clippings and everything like that. And he's... Going over this honor inner monologue, uh, the newspapers uh, don't know about Robin's death, so this person already knows Robin is dead too. So I'm not really sure uh, where this guy was going with this. At the time you're reading this, going where? Who is this guy? And, and it, it eventually gets revealed, but he's showing pictures of Robin as a kid when his parents were still alive at a circus. And we flash forward to uh, Bruce Wayne sitting up in bed. He's feeling a lot better. And Alfred just lays into him. You're not paying attention. These bad guys are usually no big deal to you. You're distracted. Robin's death has clearly affected you. Uh, You could end up being hospitalized. We can't let that happen. I can only tend to so many wounds, blah, blah, blah. And Bruce is just kind of standing there listening to it. And Alfred ends up walking away. Uh, Bruce kind of sits there for a little bit, mulls it over, but he's Bruce Wayne, he's pretty stubborn. He gets up, even though he's completely bandaged like on his arms and legs and everything, goes downstairs to the Batcave, puts on the uniform, ends up going. Now the shadowy figure ends up at a theater uh, orchestrating a plan and gets the plan in motion by seeing a contact person. Said, yep, the plan's in motion. And he ends up going back to that room where the radio is and telling the radio that everything is set in motion and tomorrow's going to be the day. Next couple of uh, pages are interesting because the person that's taking the pictures goes to Titan's Tower... Now, for those of you that don't know, that haven't watched any of the cartoons or the TV show Titans, uh, it's a group of younger heroes that are together, and they have this big tower that's in the shape of a T called Titan's Tower. This person is taking pictures of all the Titans leaving after a meeting, but Nightwing is not there, who he calls Dick Grayson, and he knows enough about him to know that at this point he's having a relationship with Starfire. So he's taking pictures and binoculars and everything like that, and he actually knows where these people live. So whoever this is has clearly done their homework. So Batman later on ends up at a warehouse where the heist is going on to kind of draw Batman out, and Batman's got some inner monologue going on. Like I mean, it's just two guys trying to steal some books with a gun and everything, and he ends up having this inner monologue fighting with each other, think with our heads, think, 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 there's something wrong here. What's going on here? And then he's like, two weeks ago, two policemen killed. Two weeks before that, a brother and sister shot. Two more victims. It's been right there all along. Two brothers, this and that. And he, uh, what were you doing all along? Blah, blah, blah. And they end up seeing at the end, Batman finishes the fight. And the person that's sitting in the chair is Two-Face. So he puts it all together. Eventually, that it is Two-Face. Now he tells Commissioner Gorning that it is Two-Face and we've got to figure out what it is. So the next couple of panels, uh, Starfire's at her house. She ends up answering the door, and we finally get to see a little bit more of who it is. It's uh, a little kid who appears to be a little kid. We don't know the name of him yet. But he's asking Starfire all these questions about where Nightwing is and everything like that. And he ends up just kind of walking away. He ends up finding where Nightwing has gone. He's gone to the circus. So he follows him to the circus. That's in that first Batman issue 440. Next issue is New Titans, number 60. Uh, the Titans are trying to find Nightwing, but he has his transponder off. He's taking some time off. But they're trying to warn him about this person that's been trying to look for him and clearly knows a little bit about him. So they call Wayne Manor. He's not there. They're trying to figure out where he is. they are I mean, they're absolutely trying to figure out what's going on because they're very confused that somebody knows who Duke Grayson is. Yeah, He ends up going to a circus where he grew up in the Haley Brothers Circus, and he ends up meeting a lot of the people that he grew up with in the circus, like all the old cast members and the, the clowns and all the acts and everything, and the owner, Mr. Haley, uh, and he ends up stumbling onto, things are going on at the circus, uh, there's... Somebody trying to get the circus to close down and there's accidents happening and things like that. So, you know, the usual detective and Dick Grayson goes into search mode and everything. And he ends up finding out who the bad guy was that was trying to control everything. Uh, but you end up seeing that it's just a kid that has been following him. He knows who Dick Grayson is. He's been watching him during the circus and everything like that. And he ends up confronting Dick Grayson and he ends up telling him who he is. And how he helped him figure out who the uh, circus guy was and about what's going on with everything with Batman. And he ends up revealing that he knows who he is and how he knows who is Batman and how he's he was Robin. And he starts showing Dick Grayson the pictures of the dam and everything that he's been following Batman with. And he says, Batman needs you. And he's Dick Grayson's like, where did you get these pictures, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, we need to go to Wayne Manor. I know Jason Todd became Robin, and when he died, Bruce Wayne went to pieces. You really need to help. Uh, Batman needs his Robin. And it's at this point in the storylines, uh, it's still kind of a little sore spot with Dick Grayson. Uh, he left... Batman and was with the Titans as Robin but he decided he needed to be his own guy instead of always being like that little notch for Batman like the, the, the sidekick if you will and that's why he became Nightwing so it's still a few years after that so it's still kind of sore when somebody calls him Robin and says he needs his Robin so Batman's kind of on a ledge in the middle of Gotham City kind of pondering trying to find Two-Face and how to knock him down and kind of get him out of the way and figure out what Two-Face is up to. So Batman 441, it's kind of a split image page, so to speak. One page shows everything that Two-Face is doing, and one page shows everything that Batman is doing. It's kind of like a play on the two and everything like that. One side, Two-Face is trying to figure out his plan, how he's going to do it, and the other side is Batman thinking he knows what Two-Face is going to be doing. The issue kind of goes back and forth about this, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do this, and then Batman's like, oh, yeah, he's going to do this. Uh, It flash-forwards a little bit. Uh, Dick Grayson takes uh, takes Tim to Wayne Manor, and he already knows everything that's going on. He's like, no, I'm 13 years old, and Alfred's just like, who is this little kid and everything like that. He knows what's going on, and he kind of just goes, wait a second, okay, Tim, slow down, figure it out. What's going on here? Who are you? You just I, We don't even know you. So you kind of get a backstory from Tim Drake on how his parents took him to the circus. He was at the circus the day that Robin's parents were killed in an accident where Batman kind of saved the day and took Robin in. So you kind of get that backstory that he's been following Robin since he was in the circus as a little kid with the Flying Graysons. Then you flash forward to uh, Two-Face talking to the radio about how he's going to get his plan in motion, and the radio seems to be kind of manipulating Two-Face. We don't see who the person in the radio is, but clearly it's somebody kind of manipulating Batman and Two-Face at the time. So Batman is kind of struggling on where to figure out where he's going to strike next, and Two-Face is trying to figure out how to formulate his plan. But about halfway through the issue, they're both in separate places. Batman's where he thought... Two-Face was going to strike, and Two-Face is where he has these two prisoners, and they're both brooding like, okay, when's he going to show up? They're both doing that, and it shows in, in a split panel in each one of the pages. Batman's in one side going, all right, where is he? And then Two-Face is like, I thought he had this. This is where he's going to be. So they end up switching and going to the places that they thought they were. It's kind of like a really confusing thing. Batman's still kind of aloof of what's going on, and he ends up figuring it out eventually. Now you're going back and forth that and you're back at Wayne Manor and he's uh, uh, Alfred and Dick Grayson are still talking to Tim and he's trying to convince him that he needs to become Robin again because there's always a need for Batman to have a Robin. And that's kind of like the theme of what Tim Drake is trying to do. Batman needs to have his Robin. Uh, Batman ends up saving those uh, twins that were tied to a bridge where Two-Face thought he was originally going to show up. And then Two-Face ends up going to the casino, which he thought he was going to knock over in the beginning. So they've been confusing each other back and forth with a little bit of help from that person on the radio who's been manipulating the situation. Uh, Then you go back to Wayne Manor. Dick Grayson finally takes Tim down to the Batcave. Now, Tim already knows it's there and knew it was going to be there. And he says, I can't believe I'm actually there. He ends up going over to the display case where he has the uh, uh, Bruce has already put the Robin suit in, but Nightwing changes into Nightwing and he's getting ready to go find Bruce. But Tim is still adamant that Batman needs Robin, not Nightwing, and this is kind of getting ro- uh, Nightwing a little mad because he's still, like I said, he's still pretty sensitive. In fact, he holds up a, another Robin uniform. Take this. This belongs to you. And he's just like, kid, you don't know what we've gone through because of him. Uh, I've changed for the better. I'm this new guy. I'm Nightwing. I'm going to go help him as Nightwing. So Tim starts crying because he's like, we can't just let them die. We have to do something about it. And Alfred's like, all right, kid, let's just go upstairs, calm down and relax. And then we go over to uh, Titan's Tower where Raven, who is taken over as leader while Nightwing is gone, trying to rally all the troops to try and find Dick Grayson because they still can't find him. And since he has his transponder off, He's nowhere to be found. He's off the grid. Now, he was trained for years by Batman. If Batman wants to stay off the grid, he's going to stay off the grid. So if Robin wants to stay off the grid, or Nightwing, as you put it in this case, if Nightwing wants to stay off the grid since he's been trained by Batman, he's going to stay off the grid, and he's pretty good at that. They end up uh, They end up do trying to figure it out uh, where he was eventually to try and help him. But uh, Nightwing sees the bat signal up in the air because Commissioner Gordon is trying to get Batman's attention, but it ends up being Nightwing that shows up. Now, how many times have you seen somebody other than Batman show up to the bat signal being uh, up there? But uh, Nightwing's like, you know what? He's probably not coming. You know, this is what's going on. There's something really going on. Uh, Commissioner Gordon's like, yeah, Two-Face is given some sort of personal challenge. He has to prove himself. Do you know what happened? And Nightwing's like, I kind of do know what happened, but I I can't really say what's going on. Uh, Raven ends up showing up, saying, "Hey, you know what? We really need to find you. Something's really going on here." And Nightwing's like, "Tell him not to worry. Uh, He's he's everybody's been trying to help find me and everything." Uh, And then Raven's like, "The Titans want to help you." He's like, "No, not this time. This is a Batman and me thing. Don't get involved." Tell the, go back and tell the Titans, this is just something I'm going to handle. And Commissioner Gordon's kind of like, huh, there's something really going on here. Are you sure you're going to be okay? And then in true Dark Knight fashion, uh, even for Nightwing, he ends up turning around and seeing, oh, Nightwing's gone. It's one of those things that you've seen in like the cartoon and the movies where like you turn around, Batman's there one second and gone the next. They play on that in in the comics as well. So we see Nightwing trying to get on Batman's trail. He's got to find him, but if anybody's going to be able to find Batman, it's going to be Nightwing. So he starts putting all the pieces together. There's a huge panel, a huge full page of Nightwing driving around Gotham City trying to figure out, and he's putting all the pieces together because in true Batman fashion, he is pretty much a detective too. Uh, So you see a scene where Batman is hovering over that house that has the guy with the radio where Two-Face is held up. So Batman's in the shadows, and all of a sudden he goes, I was wondering where you were going to show. And then Nightwing's like, oh, nice to see you too. Uh, I put everything together, and you're not impressed that I figured it out? And he goes, no, I expected you to figure it out. And he goes, I was taught by the best. So, I mean, clearly he was. So Batman goes, tries to say, I need your help, but he stops short and goes, I could use your help. And Nightwing's like, okay, I'm here Let's go do this. And Batman's like, no, I'm in charge. This is what you're doing. This is what I'm doing. He's like, well, you're going to follow my orders if we're going to help and everything. And he's like, um, sure. So Batman charges in the front window and tells Nightwing to go around the back window. Uh, they both end up at lower levels or different levels of an apartment complex. And you know they end up both ending up in a trap. There's doors shut and everything like that. And ends up, Two-Face ends up coming downstairs where Nightwing is. And attacking Nightwing and Batman, uh, like the he starts blowing up things, and the floors end up collapsing, and they both end up crashing onto the bottom floor and trapped under some rubble. And Two Face is doing this thing where, see what I've done? I knew I can make it work. I set up a mystery. You both fell for the trap, and boom, you're both gonna die now. And he's doing the the toy, coin toss, like traditional uh, Two Face fashion of trying to figure out if they're gonna live or gonna die. Uh, so you flash back to the Wayne Manor. Where the back computer is showing, uh, there's a homing signal on. Uh, Nightwing turned on a homing signal, which tells Alfred there is something really bad going on. But they're like, okay, who do we have to help? And they both turn, and there's a Robin suit on the table next to him. So you kind of get the impression what's going on. Now the last issue, Batman 442. It has a cover. It's a spoiler. I'm not going to lie to you. And and I do have a couple of different copies of this issue. This is the issue that I I pick up whenever. It's Batman 442, and it's a picture of Robin, a new Robin, on the page. And it's got a little shadowy figure of Batman, Nightwing, and Alfred. So he kind of figured out that Tim does end up getting the Robin costume on. Now Alfred's trying to talk him out of it. He's like, "No, you're just a kid. You're not trained." And he's still going back and forth and going, you know what? Batman needs his Robin. I need to do this. I've got to do something. So he ends up putting the Robin costume on. And you flash back to Batman and Nightwing under the rubble and Two-Face just mulling over what's going to do. And he's still flipping the coin because with the Two-Face character, the persona is he doesn't do anything unless he figures out with the coin. One side is like uh, an undamaged side, and one side is a damaged side. That's his heads and tail, and it's the positive and negative, kind of like Two-Face. And he's trying to figure out what's going on and how to do everything. And right before he gets ready to blow up everything, uh, something explodes, and the new Robin just suddenly appears. And he's like, Robin's going to make you pay. Uh, he tries to take down Two-Face on his own. Now, if you're looking at this kid, like, you just put on the Robin suit like three minutes ago, and you're already trying to take out one of Batman's big foes. But, uh, you know, he's a little bit of an acrobat himself. He's watched uh, Nightwing and Dick Grayson and everything like that. So he's kind of an acrobat in those regards. But right before uh, Two-Face tries to take out and knock out Robin— Alfred is there and tries to wrestle him to the ground. Now, how many times have you seen, for those that have read the comics or watched the movies, how many times have you seen Alfred come at a bad guy out in public? Because, obviously, the persona of Bruce Wayne and Batman, they can't figure out, you know, they can't tell everybody that, oh, yeah, Bruce Wayne is Batman. But Alfred is there to help the kid because, obviously, he knows the kid isn't trained and needs some help. They end up knocking out Two-Face together which is kind of cool to see that happen. Alfred and Robin take him out. They uh, end up finding Robin and, or Nightwing and Batman in the rubble. They pull them both out, but it's really dark. They can't really see who it is and everything like that. And Batman and Nightwing get lodged out and everything. And they walk towards this kid and they're like, "I don't know who you are, but you're not Robin. There is no more Robin." And Tim's like, Batman, I only wanted to help. I only uh, I only care about you guys. I care about being Robin. You need to listen to me. I know you're Bruce Wayne. I know Nightwing's really Dick Grayson. And I know what happened to Jason Todd. So Bruce is just like, how does this little kid know that? And he's kind of lecturing him about being Robin. Like, really, you have no idea what it means to be Robin. And he's like, you know, it's hard for you to say this. But ever since Jason died, everyone's noticed how you've changed. You need someone to, to make you slow down just a little bit and wonder what could happen. I mean, how many times you have been hurt in the past month? I've been following you, and you kind of see Nightwing and Alfred looking on, and Nightwing's telling Alfred to be quiet, and he's got a smirk on his face because he kind of knows that the kid is going to convince Batman otherwise because he's already got the Robin costume on. He might as well. And after a long, hard fight, he's just like, you know what? I can help you guys find Two-Face who made the getaway and everything. So they're doing all this, you know, Two-Face gets away. And he's like, you know what? We're not discussing this right now. Harvey is still free. And he's like, well, we tracked him here to his home. I don't know where he could have gone. And then uh, Tim goes, you know what? I know how we can find him. I slipped a tracking disc on him while you guys were fighting. We can follow the signal. And then Batman goes, as a reward, you insist on coming with us, right? And he goes, no, I just want to help. So they all end up getting in the Batmobile and start chasing uh, Two Face to a automobile wrecking yard, where they uh, quickly run into a Two Face that's in control of a wrecking ball, who starts slamming everything around. And you know he ends up chasing him around a, a junkyard with a bunch of cars and everything, trying to trap him. Uh, he ends up knocking out Nightwing and trying to go after Batman, but Batman ends up getting to him before he tries to flip the coin to kill Nightwing, and takes out. The bad guy takes out Two-Face, and they tie him up and everything. And then Batman goes, don't you know you can't kill Batman or Nightwing? And then Tim Drake goes, or Robin. And then he's like, okay, or Robin. So they cut back to Wayne Manor, and they're still trying to convince Bruce Wayne. Of this. Bruce is like, I don't know. You're not trained everything like that. I created Batman to project an image. It succeeded. Uh, to be a symbol. And Batman and Robin may have been a team then, but uh, sometimes I think I created a Frankenstein. I don't know if I need to be. And then Tim's like, you mean it? Can I be the new Robin? he goes, I don't know anything about you. I'm not making any commitments. And he goes, okay, we'll take this one day at a time. And it ends with Tim going, okay, I will earn your trust. So it kind of looks like, okay, Batman's going to have a new Robin. Then we cut to the end of the issue where it's the radio in Harvey's apartment talking And you finally see who it is. It's the Joker recovering in a hospital bed going, Oh, what a shame. Batman's got a new brat. Easy come, easy go. And that's how that storyline ends. We went quickly from one Robin dying to he gets another Robin a few short months later. And as I said in the previous episode, it, it was kind of quick how it happened. So it's kind of shocking how like we holy didn't even get over Jason Todd dying and then he ends up getting a third robin. So that uh, that's where we leave off with this episode. Like I said, this is all in a graphic novel and in the individual issues, you can pick all of them up pretty pretty easily to see. Now the graphic novel does have one feature that the issues don't have. The last page of the graphic novel has a little tribute and thank you to all the the writers and the artists and everything like that, but it ends up showing the full page artist panel of what the issue that Jason died in would have looked like had he lived and it's a picture of Batman holding Robin he lives thank God and it ends with Batman putting uh, Jason in the back of a truck and then going away so it would have been a completely different situation had Jason Todd lived but unfortunately he did not live or at least yet and it's a little spoiler alert As everything happens in comics, people return. Uh, One day we will get to the return of Jason Todd, and it ends up being in a a couple of different storylines. He kind of pops up here and there across the time, and you think you're not sure if it really is Jason Todd, but it ends up, you do end up seeing that it is Jason Todd. We'll cover those eventually. He does show up a little bit in a storyline I'll cover eventually called Hush, and then another one called Under the Red Hood. I'm I'm glad you've been with me for this uh, comic book storyline. It's almost the end of the year. And I'm hoping to kind of do a little thing where maybe I can cover with some of my friends in an eventual podcast some of their favorite storylines, some you've probably heard of, some you're wanting to hear about, what we will eventually get to cover. So you get to see all the pictures that I have from this week's episode on Instagram. If you don't follow along, you can follow me at Guy, Or if you want to email me any questions you have, suggestions, storyline comments, more details, I can send more pictures to you. You can email me. The comic book guy at gmail.com I'll give you a little bit of a preview for the next episode it's going to be covering armor wars uh, there's two different uh, armor wars armor wars the main storyline and then a couple years later there was another armor wars called armor wars 2 uh, it, the precipice of it is that uh, somebody stole Iron Man's designs Tony Stark's designs and selling them to his bad guys now, this is going to be covered eventually in a TV series where it's going to feature Rhodey and everything like that, so I'm kind of excited about that. But you get to see some interaction with Tony and some of the people that he is usually friends with because he gets obsessed with trying to shut down everybody that has his armor to use it for no good. So our next comic book storyline is going to be Armor Wars. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening.